When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record, but he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. Good evening. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be listening to this podcast. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal. First of all, let me apologise for uh, depriving you of a podcast last week. Um, I had to do it. Um, I had a bit of uh, a family a family problem, let's say, uh, a family health problem. But everything is all good um, and is all rosy. So uh, thanks for your understanding um, for that, lads and lasses. Let's get on to today. Um, uh, another disappointing, uh, another disappointing result to talk about. Um, unfortunately, losing to the unwashed. Um, tonight, obviously, I'm joined by my right hand man, Lee Judges. Lee, how are you doing, mate? I'm not so bad, Craig. Thank you. All considering, not too bad. Are you over it? Yeah, I was over it. Like um, to be honest, it's got. I've got to say this that. Um, it's the first sort of North London derby. It took me a little bit, uh, took, didn't take me as much time because I think I was expecting us to get beat. Mm. And um, I, I think like, I'm getting used to us getting beat all the time now. So I, I'm getting used to it. So the beginning of the season, it, it was hurting, you know, when we lost games. But um, now there's a little bit more of an acceptance. Yes, but. yes. I, I'd have to agree with you there. Acceptance would be the right word. Joining us this evening, um, tis the man with the mic. <laughs> man like Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV thank you very much for joining us Robbie we we understand you're a busy man um, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to join us how are no you? no worries it's a pleasure to be here mate pleasure to be on thank you very much indeed thank you very much um, it's a pleasure to have you here Lee let's get talking about it then um, Spurs away <laughs> after beating Manchester City in the Cup semi-final you would have thought we'd have been bang up for this um, little did we know that uh, the players didn't really respond, mate, did they? 
No, I have to say, I, I have to say this, and it's, it pains me to say that they're a far better side than us. So we was always up against it. But excuse me, I just be sick. I oh, know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's disappointing. <laughs> but what, the one thing that that I can't understand is the longer that game went was to go on at nil nil, the better, the more advantage we'd have had it because they would have had to have come at us a bit of pressure put on them. But you know, it must have been a wonderful team talk at half time because they come out second half and you know, really didn't get going, conceded the goal. And then from that moment on, you, you might as well have gone home, really. There was no, no way we was going to win the game. And it just it just showed so many deficiencies in the team at the moment, like, you know, that here we are. And it is, it is worrying times, you know. I, I, I don't really know where, where we're going to go from here. Um, I'll, I'll put a tweet out the other day saying it's going to cost us about 200 million to get back anything on the level and, and, I really, and the rest yeah I, I, I think it could be I really do it does worry me it does worry me you know um, I, I have to say that's the, the worst experience I probably had at White Hart Lane even, <laughs> even in the last well I'll tell you what the, the worst experience I don't know if you remember this Robbie is when we lost 5-0 with um, George Wood in goal I was at that game that's probably my worst experience <laughs> oh, at White Hart Lane <laughs> But but realistically, all, all in all, we've not had a bad sort of time about it, really. Even when we got stuffed in the League Cup that time, you could sort of say, oh, well, we weren't really going for it. We played a second team. But that was for the first time, I think, really, that you've just we've been humbled and, and come out there crestfallen, if you like. I think that'd be a good word, you know. And and, and what, what pains you is that uh, you go work the next day, or, the, or I think it was Bank Holiday when it was the Tuesday, so that did help. But they're all there, aren't they? They're all there. They're, as soon as I walked in, they're there. The fan, they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Way, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know and you've just got to just grin and bear it, I know. And, um, but, you know, the consolation is that we've had one year of it and it's painful, you know, to realise that they've had 21 years of it. You know, I, I think I'd be suicidal by now, really. So, um, <laughs> Absolutely. That's why <laughs> I put that tweet out on Sunday evening, I think, to say, um, so this, what it, this is what they felt like for the last, for the last 21 years. Um, you know, I mean, look, let's, I, I hate Spurs as much as the next man, but you rightfully said, Lee, they're a great side. Um, they're well drilled. They play for each other. <coughs> Everyone knows what their job is. Um, and in my opinion, they've got a great manager. Yes, people say, what has he won? He hasn't won anything yet. Um, yes, I got, you know, he hasn't won anything, but still, um, He's got them playing some really, really good stuff. Robbie, what was, what was your, what's your thoughts on the Spurs game, mate? My, like Lee said, probably our worst experience at White Hart Lane for a long, long time. Um, yeah, you know, it, was, one, it, it, one, it was. One thing that pained me, Robbie, was the players just didn't seem up for it. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was very, very poor. I mean, I did an interview last night with uh, Paul Merson. And um, <clears throat> that was what he pointed out in the interview. He said that, listen, when we were playing against Arsenal in his time, he said that he'd ring his dad up in the summer to find out what date was the North London derby, because that's the game he looked forward to the most. Mm. And he said that, you know, looking at that game, he goes, he couldn't see any player out there that looked like that game really mattered to them, that it was like, you know, that they really grasped the fact that it was a North London derby. And that's really, really disappointing. And I, I was very disappointed. I mean, when we went in at, um, nil-nil at half-time, 
I was thinking that they were going to come out in the second half similar to how they did against Manchester City and really put in a real performance, a real team performance. But quite literally, they just continued on. And, you know, once the first goal went in, they did what we've seen them do too many times this season. Capitulate, give away a stupid penalty straight afterwards. And then Spurs just controlled the game. And it's really disappointing at the moment because you're looking at two teams. You're looking at one team that looks like they're on the way up. You know, and you're right, Pochettino... I had to remind a Spurs fan this week, he said that Pochettino is a world-class manager. I said, listen, he's not world-class yet because he hasn't actually won anything. Remember that Spurs didn't get out of the group stages in the Champions League. They lost in the semi-final of the FA Cup. They've not won anything yet. So remember that. But I do have to admit that he is a top manager and you can see a team there that's on the way up. Excuse me. And then when you look at Arsenal you're looking at a team that's on the way down. That's how it looks to me at the moment. Um, There are players there that, you know, I I don't know if we need 200 million, but we certainly need a lot spent on it. But there's a lot of good players there, but they're just not performing at the moment and they've not performed all season. And it's very worrying at the moment because, as I said, you're not looking at a Spurs team that's going to be any worse next season. They, They could add a couple more and improve. But you're looking at an Arsenal team at the moment that's on the way down. The the, the the fans are mixed when it comes to the manager. The team doesn't look like they're really playing for him. I mean, it's just so, so flat at the moment, so, so poor. Something really needs to happen there. And it just wasn't good enough. That's a North London derby. Yeah. We expect to see players dying for the badge out there. You know, if you get beat after that, you get beat. But I want to see... Ta- I mean, Giroud in that game was amongst the worst centre-forward performances I've ever seen in my life, let alone Arsenal. We literally had 10 men in that game. He, he did absolutely nothing. And, you know, he, you, how can you be in a North London derby and you don't put yourself about? Yeah, You know, it's, it's just not acceptable. I don't yeah. mind Arsenal losing. Really, I don't. People tweet me and they say, oh, you're so negative all the time. You're always complaining and blah, 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 blah. I don't mind Arsenal losing as long as they give 110%. Whether, yeah, well, they don't. They're not even giving 10%. No, the no, no, they're not. You know they're not. I mean, it's not good enough. And, you know, as I said, it's a North London derby. And then, like Lee said, I think the worrying thing is when you start hearing fans saying, well, you know, I, I didn't even, I got over it quickly because I've got an acceptance. Yeah. That, that's how bad we are. And I don't blame Lee for that because I know that a lot of people feel like that. But even that's worrying because that means now that we're getting used to this rubbish, Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And again, the standards all round, and it's not the fans' fault, but the standards all round are dropping because they're just seeing Poor performances, week in, week out. I mean, away from home this season, the, the players should be looking to refund the away fans. I mean, they've had the worst of it, fans that have been to away games. I mean, it's just been diabolical. I mean, a, a brilliant stat here um, from from another uh, fellow that comes on, Wayne. Um, Sunderland yeah. have got a better record against the current top 10 away from home than we do. And Sunderland have wow. been relegated. I mean, <laughs> well, there you have it. You, you know, there you have it. There. I mean, when we talk about you know 
um, you know, teams, you know, we moved to the new stadium to be able to compete with Bayern Munich, you know, and teams like this. We're a million miles away from those sort of teams. And, you know, like, again, I have to refer to Paul Merson because, you know, I interviewed him last night and he just come up with some brilliant stuff. And he said, you know, he goes, when we was at Highbury, 38,000 capacity, and the sort of players we had, Henri, Burkamp, Sol Campbell, uh, Ashley Cole, you know, guys like his Lauren, world-class players throughout the team, Lundberg, right, uh, Robert Perez. And he goes, now you look at it, we've moved to a bigger stadium, debts are paid off, 60-odd thousand. One world-class player, Alexis Sanchez, that's it, one. Who mm. wants to leave? Something, something's gone wrong. Something's gone seriously wrong at the moment with the team, and uh, we really need to address it. Another interesting, sorry to be Stato, but um, I saw uh, Alexis Sanchez gave the ball away on Sunday 26 times. Wow. Well, he, he's, he's been doing that, in, in fairness, for yeah. weeks. Yeah. He gave the ball away loads of times in the semi-final. He, he's, he, because, and that's the sign of a player that is trying to do too much. Yes, trying to yeah. carry it. sign of a yeah. player that's not really trusting the other players. So he feels that he has to, you know, he's trying to do too much. But he, he himself, Alexis Sanchez, over the past few games has been very poor as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but you know what? He gets a little bit of a pass from the fans because he puts the work in. Yeah. But the other guys, they don't put no, they're poor and they put no work in. So that's why they're not getting a pass. Lee, can we, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, I've said this before. If I found Alexis Sanchez in bed with my missus, I, I'd make him a cup of tea. Do you know, I, I'd tuck him in. I'd, you know, I'd light his fag for him afterwards, uh, and and that kind of thing. But that's how much I love the guy. But we can't blame him for wanting to leave, Lee, can we? Well, I don't blame him for leaving um, at this moment in time because of what what what's what's happening. It's you know, it's as, as Robbie says, it's not just one game. This has been going on all season. It starts from the Liverpool game at the beginning of the season when we was a shambles there and it's just been one calamity after another. You know, the couple of things that I've just got to say going on to that about the Tottenham game, just going on there. If I was Arsene Wenger or whoever's the next manager, all you've got to do is, for us fans, to is just show a clip of what, what it's like to get into that stadium for us fans. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or, or show it what it's like when you get out of the stadium to realise that players like Giroud, I, 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 I ain't got a problem with Giroud, I think he's a good plan bit and all that, but for me on Sunday, I lost total respect for him, total respect for him, because he's not even putting in a shift, when we're back to, we've, we've run the gauntlet to get in there, and we've run the gauntlet to get out, and, fan, and players not putting in the effort, uh, you know, I, I think realistically, that it, I, I'm done with him, I tell you, I'm mm-hmm. done with him, I'm also done with Mesut Ozil now as another one because of that. You know, they've just got to realise what us fans go through. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if you was there, Robbie, but at the end there, Alex, uh, uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain is trying to get the players to come over and, and they weren't even bothered. They just all walked off. He's mm. trying to get them over and they just, you know, can't be bothered. And mm. when you look at that, it, that just shows you what's all wrong with Arsenal if they can't be bothered to... Um, to you know, thank the fans that have gone. That, you know, someone like Chamberlain. Oh, this is a thing that somebody said the other day about. I think Paul Merson would have probably said it as well. You know, they don't realise what the North London derby is about. To lose the North London derby is is a is worse than any other result for us because we have to take the stick that goes with it. Yeah. 
for those players not to come over and apologise or thank us just shows you what's wrong with this football club at the moment, that they don't care. <coughs> There's a feeling from the board upwards that they don't care, all they care about is money. And even now the players, it looks like they don't care. Yeah. And you go back to the, to the days with Paul Merson era and, you know, I was talking to John Barnes a little while ago when I... Um, they, they, they appreciated what the fans do. They appreciate, you know, what, what, we, what the travelling that we do and whatever, like, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, that's our choices to do that. We, we, we want to do that. And, you know, come, come uh, Wednesday night, we go down to Southampton. We have a laugh on the way down and it's, it's good fun, you know. But ultimately, you go in there to watch the team win and, and if not win, to perform to the performer or give it 100%. I'll, I'll be honest at the minute, I'm seeing none of that, none of it. I've, al- I've always said, and it drives me mental now, of course, I, you know, I'm not living in England at the moment and I watch a lot of games on the telly. And my wife can't understand while I'm shouting at the telly, when a player is substituted and he comes off the pitch and all the fans are clapping him, and he doesn't clap him and, and, and he doesn't clap back, I'm shouting at the telly, clap the fans! Clap the fans, you ungrateful mm. bastard. Do you know? It drives me. And then, and then to hear you say that, you know, I mean, I was upstairs throwing me dummy out at full time against Spurs, so I didn't, I didn't get to see that bit. But, I mean, you're saying to me that players are not coming over to the fans and clapping them. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's total disrespect. It's a big thing. I go back to when I was playing, going back in the day when I was playing, I, 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 walked, I got substituted about eight minutes. I played quite well and I walked off and um, all, the, all the crowd were clapping and that. And I, I was, I was, I'll be honest, I, was, I, I weren't happy that I was being taken off. About 10, 10 15 minutes ago, I walked off and I was just sat in the, in the dugout. And after the game, my dad came up to me and he said, you ever do that again, Sam? Well, I mean, I'm not going to come and watch you. And I said, what, what? And he said, if all the all the crowd are clapping you as you're coming off, and you didn't acknowledge them once. It's out of order. It's it's it's, it's totally in you know no respect. And uh, you know at that time I didn't think much of it. You know, but when you think about it, it, it it's true. Mm. You know, um, it is it's a respect thing. It is a respect thing. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I I always look at it and think to myself that um, with these players, they're obviously you know, you know it's left up to them whether they want to come over or not. Now, I think, again, that should be the, man- <clears throat> the manager telling the players that when the game... He also should be there, by the way. They should come over and... Yeah, definitely. I agree. Game. I know there's people... I was arguing with Mo the other day, and he's going, that's trivial. I've got what you're talking about. For me, we want to see that these players care. Yeah. Right? At least show that. It doesn't cost anything, does it? No. no to come exactly. over and just clap the fans and say thank you. I, I, went, I went to see... Um, Borussia Dortmund play about six weeks ago, and every single player, the manager Thomas Tuchel and the coaching staff, came over to the fans at the end of the game and clapped them. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, and it they weren't playing Bayern Munich on nobody. They was playing a team called Ingolstadt, just a small team. They didn't play very well that game. They only won one nil, but they all came over, and the fans reacted to that. You know, we, th- these are some of the things that really need to change at Arsenal. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're little things that people think, uh, uh, well, why are they getting, you know, and the knickers in a twist over that. But for me, you know, especially after a performance like that, you know, fans are hurting. Mm. Fans are hurting after a performance like that. Come over, 
and just show a bit of appreciation, as you said, for the fans that are going to have to run the gauntlet to try and get home yeah. after the game. And I know all about that. Try yeah, yeah, yeah. You've uh, <laughs> led me quite. Well. You've led me on quite well, there, Robbie. Um, Lee, you, you've got a you got a little uh, a bottle chucked at you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, just to go out that old Robbie, like, just shows how big he is. He got a police escort out of there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and left, left us to just get defend ourselves. Left you to get, get spanked. <laughs> waving at, waving at you out the back. Waving. See you later. Where did you disappear to? <laughs> uh, do, you know, do you know what? Like, this is, this is no word of a lie. I see, I, and and uh, Robbie confirmed that. I said to, I said to the police, so get, him, get him a police escort. But there was, there was thousands flocking towards you and I thought this is this is my chance to make a quick exit up the road without no one having. and that's Cheers, what I've mate. done for the help. <laughs> yeah yeah nice one Lee thanks yeah. for the help I, knew, I always knew you had my back man you know, I, I, I made sure you was alright first though Robbie but Johnny Schultz said like, let's get going like, do you know what I mean I said we see we see a we see a vacuum of Spurs fans going and we thought this is our opportunity and that's what we've done so thanks for that you Robbie know, you know what, you know what the funny thing is about it, right? Is that, like I, I saw some people tweeting after to say, "Well, Robbie, that how stupid is it? Well, why would you want to film after but that? It's always going to be a tr- problem to film." The thing is, right, is that at Spurs they cordoned the road off, Park Lane, I think it's called. They cordoned that road off, right? So no Spurs fans can come down that road. So it's the perfect place to film because it's yeah. only Arsenal fans. But you've done interviews right? outside White Hart Lane before, and we've done yeah. interviews. Yeah. That's like what I've for the past four years. Um, when we went to do the interviews, they said to us that they don't want no interviews today because they just want to clear the area. And that's fair enough. Listen, it's their ground. Yeah. And if they say that, we always, no matter where we go to, if if that's what's said to us, we abide by that. You know, I mean, we safety comes first all the time, right? But what it is, I said to them, I said, I said to uh, my camera guy, I said, listen, we'll go to Frinsbury Park. And we'll catch our fans down there and film. But let's stick around there for about half an hour or so and let their fans disperse first before we go around onto that main road because, you know, there was like loads of them, thousands of them, like Lee said. And it was a, the police then said to me, they go, no, you've got to leave the area. You've got to clear the area. So I said to them, I said, listen, the minute I walk around that corner, <laughs> they're going to recognize who I am. You know what I mean, I said, it's not a good look. They said, no, 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 you've got to clear the area. So I went a walk. Well, I went as soon as I walked around the corner. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, know, I know how George Custer felt now. I tell you, like, when the old Indians cut <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah, I mean, it was like, look, oh, I try to make a move. I try to make a run for it, but I, I couldn't get there. Like you know, so, yeah. it reminded me a bit of a, you ever seen that film? Was it Saving Private Ryan? When you go, you yeah. when they open that thing and you're on the beach. Oh my yeah. god! It was unbelievable. It was. You had a green is, coat right? as well, Robbie, didn't you? You know. What I mean? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know the thing that made me laugh, right? Is I, I I was there was some police there, and then I go to they go to me right. Keep moving. I said, listen, man. I go. They started to see all the fans coming towards me, and so I said, listen. I go, I ain't, you know, I don't think this is a good idea. Because <laughs> you know what it's likely, you they have a little token police cordon when you get around yeah. the corner. And after that, once you've gone past that, you're on your own. You're on your own, yeah. That's right. I was like, I, was like, I don't fancy this. So this police, this policeman, I've seen him, he goes to this other police, he goes, I know that guy, he's a face at Arsenal. He goes, <laughs> I don't think we should let him go. <laughs> he goes, I don't think we should let him go out the road. He goes, so then they go, all right, let's 
they go, let's kettle round him and lead him back the other way, right? And then when they said that now, somebody threw, like, I don't know, man, it sounded like yeah, a Well, it sounded loud than a firecracker to me. It was like, I thought that it was an RPG or something. <laughs> when that went off, when that went off, I thought all the police were going to run away. They were so scared. <laughs> and then that's when they were like, get him out of the area. And then they just took me down to where the vans were. Um, and, you know, in the end, they, you know, fear play to the police. They ended up actually giving me a lift in a police van back to my car. So that was all right. <laughs> I got out of there all right. But, but as, I, as I said in the video after the game, and the point I made was that, you know, I was really needed to make a point to say that, you know, it was lucky for me. But what about for all the other fans there yeah. where there is no police to take them out? They, fans getting picked off, fans getting hit with coins. It's not good enough, you know no, what I mean? It's not. And it's to not be fair, field, no, it's not. yeah, and, and Lee, you know, you go there every year. It's the same thing every, every single year. year. And I've got some West Ham mates, they told me it's the same thing when they play there. I've got some Chelsea mates, they said it's the same thing. The police guy told me that when Millwall was there, he said it was an utter chaos he was trying to work out which one was worse, whether the Arsenal game at the weekend or Millwall. He was saying he's trying to work out which one was the worst one to police. And, you know, I was just trying to make that point to Spurs that they need to sort it out. You know I mean? We, you know, it's the only ground you go to where you get that sort of grief. Mm. But to be fair to them, um, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club actually called me on the, on the Monday and they apologise because somebody did racially abuse me at a game as well. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, that's never acceptable. That. Yeah, never. Yeah, and they said to me, they said, listen, they go, we catch that person, we're going to ban them for life. So I was like, fair enough. And then they also then explained to me that, listen, they said, we know that things ain't the greatest down there at the moment. And there's, there's a lot of little black spots where people can get picked off and things like that. But they said, when the new stadium opens... They put in place a lot of changes where they don't think any of that will happen anymore. And they said that it's really important for them to, for the fan experience to be good for away fans as well when they open a new stadium. So they said that we're going to see drastic changes when they move to the new stadium. So all we can do is wait and see and hope that that's true. But certainly at the moment, when it comes to going to a hostile ground and we want it hostile it's a local derby we don't want it you know we want the rivalry and everything but it's got to be within you know without this ridiculous you know and it, and, and a lot of the trouble there is made by cowards mm. little guys that are right at the back take a coin and throw it at someone or throw over a police cone or shout a little abuse and then disappear back into the crowd. You know what I mean? It's cowards. Mm. I hate people like that. You know, it's not really reflective, to be honest, of the majority of Spurs fans. Because I had a lot of Spurs fans contacting me and apologising. And say, I said, and I said to them, I said, listen, you don't have to apologise because I know those ain't proper Spurs fans. But it's definitely an issue at the moment down there. And, you know, as I said, I was kind of lucky because, you know, the police... They took me out of there. Mm. But for some of the other poor guys that I saw there getting slapped and stuff like that, you know what I mean? It's just not right. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, next season could be even worse. I mean, both teams, well, both, I, I, both sets no, of fans are going to be, be after coming down Wembley way. Yeah, but I don't think so because you know what? At Wembley, 
there's better control at Wembley. Okay. There's much better control at Wembley. I think, uh, you know, they, at Wembley, they know how to keep fans separate. You get little incidents at Wembley, but I've never seen a major kickoff at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. And that's because you can control it better. It's, it's more wide open spaces where, you know, but at Spurs, when you go there, and Lee will tell you, as when you go around that little corner where that ticket office is, <laughs> and they got that little pub on the corner there, man. That is a dangerous oh. place to be. What's the other thing that, that was frightening about it? Um, is that there's so many Spurs fans recognise you. Like I, I couldn't believe. I thought my mate Tony said to me, "You're going to have to get your head down here because they're going to recognise." I said, "They're going to recognise me." Like I couldn't believe how many fans. You know, like. Uh, one of the worst things I've ever done was walking out of you, by the way, Robbie. But that, that, <laughs> say, saying that, I thought, like, uh, well, once Robbie, like, you know, had, had uh, got his police escort, I could, uh, people coming up to me, recognising me, you know what I mean? Like, from Spurs fans. Uh, hold on, Lee. I've got, a, I've got a funny one for you, yeah. I've got a funny one for you, right? So, right. you know Ty. You, you guys know Ty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he always goes to the game and he's head-to-toe Arsenal stuff. Hat. Tracksuit, everybody knows Ty, yeah. So I saw Ty. Um, I was in the upper tier, but I looked down and I saw Ty in the game and he had all his gear on. So I was like, Wow, <laughs> Ty's come colored up, man. You know, what I mean, well, he's brave, right? So, anyway, after the game, I didn't see him after the game, but I saw him at Finsbury Park and we did the interview and he had all his gear on. And I said, Ty, I said, How did you manage? to walk all the way up Seven Sisters Road with all your gear on, man, and nobody spotted you. I said, and I did, you get no grief. And he said, nah, man. And then he, <laughs> he took his bag, little rucksack off of his back, and he goes, oh, I had a change of clothes. <laughs> 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 and in the bag, right, he had, like, he, all the stuff was black, yeah, right? And then he had, like, a black hat. And then he goes to me, he took his glasses off, and he goes, he just strolled up the road. Nobody recognised him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he ain't as stupid as what we think he is then, is no. he? Like, you know, so. yeah. I believe. Listen, while we're talking about things like this. Year, I remember one year, right, just so one of them, we went to have Scout in a game, and we had Bully with us. Yeah, this is one of one that you wanted you to get. We drink Bully, Bully, I remember at that, that time, right, uh, bully, had, bully had said to me, like, about... Um, well, about six weeks before the game, he said, oh, you know, when you go Spurs, can I get a lift with you guys? So I said, yeah, 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 no problem, bully, man. You can get a lift with us. You know what I mean? It's not a problem. So I remember about three days before the game, right, I see these tweets going out from all these Spurs fans. And they go, they, they, they got this thing and they say, yeah, anybody who slaps the pirate, which they meant bully. <laughs> I don't know what's coming here. It's anybody carry on. <laughs> They go, anybody who slaps the pirate, right? They go, yeah, you know what I mean? We'll buy him a drink and that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at these tweets now and kind of laughing at it. And then I remember I said, hold on a minute. He's coming with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, we, 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 we pick him up, right? We're driving to the game and he's all bravado. Oh, I don't care about those Spurs. Oh, I don't do that. But then as we started to get towards near White Hart Lane now, you know, obviously, he wears a little bandana thing and stuff like that. I looked in the back of the car in my wing mirror. I see somebody sitting there. I'm like, I can hardly recognise him. I go, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I go, your bandana and all that? He said, we're changing his appearance. I go, put your stuff back on, man. You're with us, man. You're all right, man. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, 
a classic, man. Like, I mean, we joke about it, but it is down there. It is. It's the it is, only it's... ground you go to in the Premier League where literally, and that's what I said to the Spurs officials, I said, we shouldn't be going to football in this day and age and taking our life into our own hands. And I go, that's what it feels like when you go down there at the moment as an Arsenal fan. And that's not acceptable. And there's lots of fans that, you know, I've spoken to that said, you know, regular away season ticket guys that say they're not going there. They just can't be, can't be asked for all the hassle that you're going to get. And then if you put on top of that Shame. performance that Shame. puts in, you know, it's not even worth getting your kicked in for that, them performances, is it? No, certainly <laughs> isn't. No. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. When you go into the ground, Robert, you'll agree with me on this. It's the best atmosphere at any ground. There's no two. Like, every brilliant. Arsenal love, fan goes in there and they sing as loud as they can. Every Tottenham fan goes it's, in. And that's, and, and that's why that's why I absolutely love it, right? And that's yeah. why... It, it is sensational. It's, there's, there's nothing you know like... What the funny thing is? The funny thing is, even the other day when they scored, yeah, and they were really giving it and that, I kind of just love the atmosphere. I'm just yeah, like, just, oh, just you can get around, one back, yeah, give it back to him. It's, yeah. it's what was all about for me. Yeah. But you just don't want all the nonsense outside. That's all. Nah. You just don't want that rubbish now. This, you know, we're big men now. It's, it's, and, and the thing is about it, a lot of the people who are doing that, making that trouble, you look at them and you think, come on, mate, how old are you? Yeah, you know, oh, no, that's the trouble. There, there were some older than, than, than me, you know. What I mean, like, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. It's not young kids that, that spurs. It's but, like yeah, the police, the police, the police officer, right, who, who took me back to my car. He said when they played, when Tottenham played Millwall, he said nearly everybody they arrested were over forty. You know, yeah. so it's crazy. The old school, eh? The old yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. The old boys turned out. Yeah. Last, thanks for his. Thanks for sharing your stories um, about coming out of that gaff. It's something. It's something I can't say I'd like. I'd want to do, to be honest. Um, <laughs> after after hearing that, um, if you don't mind, we're going to move on to some questions. Um, yeah, from the people that the lads and the lasses that listen to the podcast. The first question, Robbie, I'll start with you on this one. The first question comes in from Guna Man Slim, and he wants to know: Would we take Cesc Fabregas back? Well, at the moment, I'd say yes, because one of the things uh, we are really lacking is creativity in the midfield. Ever since we lost Santi Cazola at the start yeah, of the season, yeah. Yeah. there's no control in the middle of the park. You know, um, there was a little spell when the Ox played there and he, he didn't do too badly there, but we've had no control in that area. And obviously, Sesk is excellent on the ball. He'd bring that bit of control to, so, you know... Yeah, the answer is yes. I would have him back as well. Um, for all your reasons, Robbie, and for one other great reason is that he knows what it, he knows what it's about to play for Arsenal. Um, yeah, yeah. I think having him, uh, in, uh, having him back in the dressing room, you know, I would hope that he would walk in and say, "You lot are a disgrace to this club." Do you know that? It wasn't like this when I was playing. You know, that kind yeah. of that, that kind of speech. I think I'd rather have Wanyama, the way I saw him play. That's exactly yeah, what we need. That's what we need. You know, and, you know, I, I, I just can't believe when you see Wanyama playing for Tottenham and you know that a player like that would have been easy to get, got like, cost like £12 million. I mean, it's great. What is our transfer policy? We missed moment? the trick when he was playing for Celtic. That's where we missed the trick. Yeah, but Arsene Wenger yeah. said he's not a good part of the ball. 
But that's not what we're that's not for. what he, that's not what we you exactly. buy him for. No. Of course, you're you're there to exactly. he's there to tackle, not you know get yeah. the ball back. You know, this is the North East. He looked all right the other day, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. It's just right easy when you've got a pass for five yards to someone that can do that. He's dribbling, he's dribbling looked all right as well. He's yeah. dribbling past five. He goes up against Ramsey and Shaka, Robbie. No, he's, I reckon yeah. that's the pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, Lee, would you, Lee, would you have him back? A heartbeat. Yeah. A heartbeat. Should have got him back two years ago. Should, have, should never have let him go to Chelsea. There was an opportunity to bring him back. What, 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 um, what I can't believe is that football fans have a grudge, and I can't see why. You know, at the end of it, you know, football fans are very, very fickle. If he'd have come back, so what? He went to a, he went to a, someone saying, "No, we can't have him back because he went to a Grand Prix." I sod that. I ain't worried about that. If he come back and played for Arsenal and was doing a business, it don't matter. Well, um, well, well. Let, 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 let me stop you there a second. I, I would disagree with that a little um, in the fact that. If it was reported that he went on strike to get his move to Barcelona, right? Now, if that's true, that 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 is not you know that that that's not acceptable. All of us supported him since he was a kid. He's grown up an Arsenal player and then goes on strike for six weeks to force a move. That's very unprofessional, Lee. Yeah, I would say that, but that's that's that that has never been proven, never been actually said. And the other thing is. When Cesc Fabregas came to Arsenal, it was always going to go back to Barcelona. It was, it was always going to happen. I agree, you with, know? That. I agree with that. Um, so, so let it happen. It did happen. And I was loving it from, from the outside in, seeing him not playing well for Barcelona. I'm thinking, oh, he's not getting a game. He'll be back at the Arsenal in a year's time. And then, love and behold, it happens that he's going to leave. And we didn't, we didn't bring him back. You know, mm. also you have to look at it from his point of view. He's young. He's a kid. You know, uh, we all make mistakes. You know, if he did do that, you know, it's a mistake. You know, it, what he would have done was he would have um, come back to us and, and made up for that mistake, in my opinion. And, you know, football is, you can't have grudges in football. I'm sorry, you can't have grudges in mm. football. And um, it's, it's a different world to any, to any other world. And for me... I, I, even in the semi-final against uh, Tottenham, Chelsea Tottenham the other day, everybody goes on about Hazard and all that. Like he came on and controlled the midfield, not through power, not through because he couldn't, you couldn't. But what he done by just caressing the ball and just passing it here, passing there, and and it, it was a masterclass for twenty minutes. What he done in that game, and all right, he's thirty years of age now. The time's gone now. We've got to move on from it. It's not going to happen. But to me, you know, Arsene Wenger's got a lot to answer for. They never signed him a couple of years ago. This next question comes in from Guna Dub. Thanks for listening uh, and thanks for your question. Robbie, we'll start with you again. If Fenger stays, do you see a point where mm. we fall out of the top six, let alone the top four, especially with Everton getting new cash? Well, uh, certainly if we don't invest <clears throat> excuse me, in some top players this summer, um, that's a very strong possibility. I mean, look at the teams in that top six now. Tottenham, uh, Manchester City, Manchester United, who have spent loads of money. Um, Everton, Liverpool, you know. Of course you could fall out of that top six if you don't start investing in the right type of players, you know. Um, and also, I've, I, I just believe that this summer, if Arsene Wenger stays, he has to be ruthless. Yes. With the team, he has to be. There's certain players in that team now that I've, I feel, think they need to move on. 
and um, is Arsene Wenger ruthless enough to move on, say, somebody like an Aaron Ramsey or a Theo Walcott? Um, you know, they're not going to get any better at Arsenal, are they? Um, no, they're certainly not. I, I, I think some of these guys, some of these guys need to be moved on, and we need to be looking to bring in the next generation of Arsenal player, next type of Arsenal player. And I want to see us now being serious about bringing in quality players. But if we don't do that, of course we could drop out. Because look at the way we're playing at the moment. It's, it's not good. We're not it? even, you know, we're not even putting in the performances no more. You know, we used to. A few years ago, we'd say, all right, we we played brilliant football. We played a team off the park, but they had a set piece and they scored from it. And it's not... <laughs> we got teams now outplaying us. we got teams doing us on the counter-attack. You know, we're not playing good football at the moment. So we need to make some drastic changes in the summer. And I'm a bit unsure if Arsene Wenger's the guy to do, to do those changes at the moment, just based off of what he's done over the past few seasons yeah Lee yeah I, I, I totally agree with Robbie there and I think the, the worrying thing for me is that um, is that uh, I think um, what he needs to do is um, if you have a look at it let's just be honest about it I personally think that he's wasted 90 million if I look at it from that point of view I'll tell you how I think that he's, he's, he's lost a nightmare I look at Mustafi and I don't think he's any different to what we've got if I'll be honest I don't think that he's um, anything of an upgrade on the likes of Koscielny, certainly a bit of an upgrade on uh, Gabriel. I look at Shaka, is he worth 34 million? Not for me. I think um, 15, 20 million he would have been, you know, as we've already said that if we'd have got Wanyama, that would have been a better buy for us. And, and Lucas Perez up front, we've hardly seen. So from my point of view, Arsene Wenger going to stay. Um, I, I think I'm with Robbie on this. I think he's going to stay. I think that um, I can't see him not staying. I, I, I just I think if he was going to go, I think Paul Merson said that yesterday, didn't he, Robbie? That if um, he was going to if he was going to go, he would have mentioned it, wouldn't he? Mm. He did but say why, that. Why hasn't he? Yeah, you know. That's so thing, you know, he's caused all this uncertainty all season. You know, because um, he's not he's not said what he's going to do. That's been another thing that has just led to all the uncertainty. It's led to the division amongst the fans, all because he's not made a decision. Or, well, I say, I keep saying he hasn't made it. shouldn't be him making the decision. No, exactly. exactly. The board should be making the decision. And because they haven't made that decision, we're just, everybody's been left in limbo. Players have been left in limbo. Fans left in limbo. Not good enough. Yeah. So, from, from that point of view, so it's, he's going to stay. And, <laughs> I, I, you know, we're talking to, to a couple of people today and, you know, it's also his managing of things, isn't it? Because I think there is a lot of discontent in the team because certain players have got special privileges that others haven't. And I mean, say somebody like uh, Chamberlain, you know, is Chamberlain guaranteed of a place in the FA Cup final team? Not at the moment. Don't matter how well he plays, he's not guaranteed. Should be. Well, should be, but, yeah. but performance is that. The two players or three players, you know, one of Meza Urzel, whatever happens, whether he plays really well in the next five games or even crap in the next five games, is guaranteed a playing in that in that game. Now, if you're working really, really hard and you played really well five games on the spin and get left out, there's resentment. So I think that he needs to be a little bit more honest with each all of his players. I do believe that. I think that I think there's divisions in the in the team 
because of that. It's like you know when you you know when you I can how can I relate it? So if if um if you're in a team and you and you don't go training and and you're on the bench and then the person that ain't been training walks straight in the team, it sets out a little bit of resentment and it's a little bit like that I think. So I I, I do think I, I I think from uh, Arsenal's point of view, I keep saying it. You know, people could laugh at me about McPappy or, or whatever his name is. You know, if he's ninety million, I want to see Arsenal in, in with him. I want to see us. Whether we get him or not, I want to see us being. I don't want to hear Arsene Wenger turning around and saying, "Oh, he's going to be a little bit too dear for us." When we're spending the the dearest on on season tickets, where we've been told to move from Ivory to the Emirates, we can't afford him because he's not to. You know, he's he's not he's about not in our price range. When Man United are in debt up to their eyeballs, are spending money. That don't wash with me no more. Mm. I want to see us involved. I want to see us involved in in that. I, I, I do believe that somebody like uh, Griezmann at 110, 115 million, maybe that's a little bit too much. But certainly that McBabby, who's 18 years of age, is a must to be involved with him. Or, or try he, he'd, be, Lee, Lee, he'd be about nearly 100 million as well. Yeah. So, but so I, said, I said this to Lee last week or a couple of weeks ago, though, Robbie. I mean, what, we, what can we offer him? Well, we can't offer him anything. We can't even. We, we don't even look like he's going to be able to offer him Champions League football. Mm. Why is he going to? Like I said to, like I said to Lee. Um, sorry, Lee, to bring this up and and, no. and play devil's advocate at it, but I don't believe. I believe that even you know, if you've got all the money in the world, and we can go out and and and, and buy these players, surely a player like him at eighteen years old. I mean, let's say Barcelona, Arsenal, Real Madrid coming for him. <coughs> got a choice there is no way in hell he's going to pick Arsenal I, I disagree I'll tell you why I disagree and I, I know we've said this before because Robbie will tell you this when he goes over to America and, and places that he's been to Arsenal's a big club there's, there, there, it is a big big club it's got there's something about you know Thierry Henry um, decided to come here you know what I mean like Patrick Vieira left Milan to come here there's, 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 there's reasons to come to, to Arsenal you know um, but we were winning them, things then, Lee. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is that he's, this kid, if, if it was me, I'm 18 years of age, right? I'm going to be playing most weeks, where if I went to Real Madrid or, or Barcelona, I might be in and out the side. But you know that you're going to play most, most of the games. Like Alexis Sanchez, for instance, and Ozil weren't guaranteed regular starters like they are now by coming to Arsenal. So that's, that's, that is a big thing, uh, I think. Um uh, uh, so I understand what you're saying about not having Champions League, but we only if we if we get it right, and I, this is the frustration of being an Arsenal fan over there. If we can get it right with a couple of players and a decently coached side, we're as good as anybody. We're as good. We can beat anybody on our day. We proved that at Wembley a couple of weeks ago. But if we was managed properly, coached properly, had the right defenders in place, we we could. But you know, look at Monaco a couple of years ago. We was mocked when we was when we got knocked out against them, they're in the semi-finals of the Champions League now. So you've, you've, you've got to, it's, it's one bad season. I, you know, you've got Don't to look get at me wrong, mate. I agree with all your points there and you're dead right. But, I, you know, the, the human brain. Um, you've got to convince these guys, isn't you? Also the, the, thing is, the thing is, the mindset of Arsenal has to change. So exactly, we, we, we need to change that mindset to a winning mindset. And we're not going to win no nothing if we don't get in the right type of players. I, I, I looked at, um, I remember when we played Bayern Munich in the Champions League, right? And uh, we all know we got beat back-to-back 5-1s. 
and it was horrific. And I remember a few days after that game, I sat down, right, and I was thinking about the game, right? And I was thinking about the fact that we were told we were going to be able to compete with Bayern Munich in 10 years' time and stuff like that when we moved into the stadium, etc. And I looked at Bayern Munich's bench. Bench, you know. I'm not on about their starting eleven that night. I looked at their bench. They had on their bench Thomas Muller, Joshua Kimmich, Kingsley Coman and Douglas Costa. All four of those would walk straight into our team and start yep. immediately. As a matter of fact, we'll walk into most teams and start, but they walk straight into our team and start. Yeah? How were we supposed to beat them anyway? We haven't got the quality of players. I looked at Juventus last night, right, or the night before when it was they played, right? And you see, they've got up, they've got Higuain, Dybala, they've got Mandzukic. Yeah, um, they've got Danny Alves yeah. they've got Buffon Chiellini, Benucci yeah. how are we expected if we do progress and we got past into the next stage of the Champions League how are we going to get past those teams with the players we've got how are we going to get past Real Madrid how are we going to get past Barcelona they've got their players are miles better than ours the only way we're going to challenge. We've got to, like, I agree with Lee 100%. We need to be going in and when Mbappe is available, when people are talking about Neymar, and I know it sounds stupid and that, we should be in the running to buy these players. Otherwise, I agree. Just, otherwise, we should have stayed at Highbury. Exactly. When we was at Highbury, thank you. Yeah, thank you. But you know I agree, Lee. You know I agree. And we, were, we, we were winning things at Highbury, right? Yeah. And I remember... We moved because we were told, listen, we need to move to then go to the next level. We've gone backwards. Yeah, exactly. So if that's true and you've moved for the next level, I want to see us going out there. And when these players... I remember Man United never had no Champions League football last season. They still got Pogba. They still got Mkhitaryan. Yeah. They still got Eric Bailly. Right? They're still attractive. They still had loads of players because you know why... Players wanted to go there, not just because of the amount of money they were going to get, because they could have got that money at other clubs, but because they're seeing a club that's ambitious. They're seeing a club that are like, listen, we're doing this because we want to get back to winning. We're not satisfied with sixth, fifth, third, second. We're building a team and we're trying to take drastic measures to do whatever it takes to win. And we're not doing that at Arsenal. We're not doing that. I'm sorry, a guy like Lucas Perez, who I think has been very unlucky not to start more games than that, but that's the sort of player you'd expect Everton to be buying and and teams like that. Or, you know, not Arsenal. We should be buying guys like Mbappe. We should be, we we should have been, look how long, how many years. Higuain, who scored two goals last, um, the night before for Juventus in the Champions League to literally seal their place in the final. We could have had him. Suarez, we could have had him. Mbappe, I heard uh, Arsene Wenger talking about that. Uh, uh, I went to his house last year to talk to him or something like that. Where are they? Who have we, we bought? Sonoga? We could have had Luis Suarez if it weren't for Wenger's mucking about. What's this 40, so this million, is 40 million and one pound thing? The reason why we haven't got these guys... The reason why we haven't got these guys because we've not got that mentality that says we want to win. 
So if somebody says, right, it's going to, you can have him, but you know what? It's actually going to cost you another 10 million because yes. that's, everybody wants him. We'll turn around and say, well, boy, you know, what? although we know we need that guy to be able to, we need a top class striker to complement um, Sanchez and to complement Ozil and guys like that. But for that extra 10 million now, nah, forget it, man. We'll go and get Lucas Perez. Yeah. And as I said, I like Lucas Perez, but I'm just making it as an example because... Yeah, it's a good example. You know, Bayern yeah. Munich would not have bought Lu- Lucas Perez, would they? No. If Fenger, yeah, had yeah. Gone, if Fenger had gone to Liverpool, right, here's 60 million. Luis Suarez would be an Arsenal player. Instead Kante, of this... Kante said that, you know, he would have come to Arsenal, but, you know, Chelsea fought harder to... They, they made him more of a play to get him. That's the winning mentality yeah. of Chelsea. They're not satisfied with... You know, just being up there, they want to win. They want to win things. Yeah, he's they top now in the summer for us. He's in his time in the summer now for the Arsenal to show this. They've got to. Yeah. You know, they've got to show their intention. Yeah, I'll tell you I what. Before, we, we, should be, we should be. We should be linked with Griezmann. Yeah. Yeah. We should be linked with Mbappe. We should be linked with all every top player that's come because we to, to to get back to where we want to be. We need three or four of those. If we want to keep Alexis Sanchez, yeah, we've got. If a good you four. say to Alexis, if you say more than money to Alexis Sanchez, if you say to Alexis Sanchez that next year we're looking to bring in Mbappe in front of him, we're going to buy our um, Bakayoko in the midfield, and he starts to think to himself, "Oh, you know what? We're going to have some team next season, man." Well, Plus, I'm getting that. paid a decent wedge. I'm staying yeah. here, man. Boy, this is, I'm excited about this project moving forward. At the moment, they're not excited. What's there to be excited about? No, Nothing. I totally agree. And that's, that's the reason that I've always had the... Um, because we've moved to the Emirates, right? And this is this is it. Without being nasty to any sort of player, we moved from the Emirates with Vieiras, Henri's, mm. Perez, to, to go to the Emirates and sign Sonogo, Perez... And uh, Monreal, no, no disrespect to these guys. I'm just saying, but that that is the the, the type of player that we're signing. Giroud. People used to people used to be right. Lee. People used to be having a go at people, players like Viltord. He's much yeah. better striker we've got at the moment. I love. And I remember in those days, he just looked like an average striker because we had such good players in Fantastic. on the it probably if Viltor was still playing now, he'd be like, where he's well, miles better than Giroud, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, fantastic point. Also, a player that, that goes under the radar, I'll tell you, like, you know, got him for about six million. Edu is like 10 times a player yeah. of Shaka. Yeah. 10 times a player yeah. of Shaka. You know Gilberto what I mean? Silva. Yeah, they think, you know, he wasn't a regular in the team. You know, that this this is what we're putting. These, these, the, the, uh, Players, what you would say, like the squad players, like you know, no disrespect to Edu and Will Tall and all that. You know, look at the squad. They'd walk into this team. You're dead right, Robbie. It's a fantastic point. They'd walk straight into this team and be heroes, absolute, one hundred percent heroes. And and you yeah. know, they're not really talked about like they probably should be. Unbelievable. But that's what we've moved to now. It's a good point Robbie yeah. makes. You know, yeah, we, we, might as, we, we might as well just go. That's why we, we got him on, see? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we got him on, see? We might as well go <laughs> back to Highbury. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, this next question comes from Sebastian. Um, thanks for your question, Sebastian. It's a good one, this one. I'm looking forward to the answers here. 
You can only keep one. Ramsey, Wilshire, Cocklin, Walcott or Chamberlain. What one do you keep? Robbie. <laughs> Say it again. Say that line oh. again. You can only keep one. Ramsey, Wilshire, Cocklin, Walcott or Chamberlain. Which one do you keep? Chamberlain. Chamberlain. That would be my answer as well. Because out of that group of players, he is the only one I can see making any improvement. Um, Lee? Yeah, Chamberlain. Yeah, I'm going to go along with that Chamberlain as well. Chamberlain as well, yeah. Because I think, again, you know, he's, he's the only one um, we can see. Just does something different for us as well. He takes players on. Yeah, I don't, I, all he's the not afraid, is he? He's not afraid to do it. He's not afraid. What I like about him, I think most people like about him, he's not afraid to have a go either, is he? You know, he's not afraid to make a mistake. Um, whereas the others, they just seem so. You know, this shooting thing. Why don't they have a shot? Why? Why have we? Why have we always got to play this ticky tacker all the way to the penalty area? Why? You know, at least he has a go. At least he has a shot. You know, to be fair, Walcott has a shot as well. Yeah, Walcott has a shot. Yeah, I'll give, give him Walcott that. Walcott has scored quite a lot of goals this season. That's, a, yeah. that's a, the, the weird thing about it. Is that this, and he was missing for quite a bit as well. And I look at a player like Walcott and I think, if there was a new manager in, it may improve him a lot. And we may get even more out of him. Mm. But again, if he's still going to be Arsene Wenger, I just feel that... Yeah, he's got to go... Same yeah, as uh, same as Aaron Ramsey, Robbie. You know, I mean, uh, and, and I could see Walcott. I can see Walcott going somewhere else and doing really well. Doing really well, exactly. Look, really at, look at Aaron Ramsey with under Chris Coleman. He, he's a different player. Yeah, I'll ask, I'll ask Robbie the question that I asked you a couple of weeks ago, Lee. Under well, a different manager, Robbie, this exact group of players now, under a different manager, do you think with the squad we've got now, we might be able to beat Bayern Munich, Barcelona? Um, no, no, no. Okay, no, because as I said to you, right? If you look at this players that they have, you're not beating them over two legs. They got better players than us, and that's what it boils down to. And if you look at the teams that are left in the Champions League at the moment, right, and you look at the teams that are going to get to the final, look at the players they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at the player, and that's what it boils down to. And if you haven't got those world class players in your team. And you don't have like four, five, six of those. You ain't winning. You ain't winning the Champions League. No, you're not beating Barcelona. Not over two legs. You might beat him in a one-off game. You're not beating Bayern over two legs. You're not beating Juventus over two legs. You're not beating Real Madrid over two legs, right? Mm-hmm. And you and even a team like Paris Saint Germain, you may struggle to beat them over two legs because they've just got better players than we've got. Simple as. Okay. I've got a couple of questions. All right, I'll throw a couple in. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah go on then. Yeah, well, just, no, no, you, can, you can come in with one of these. Right, OK. All right. Oh, can it? Just one. All right, thanks. Yeah, just one. Yeah, just yeah. one. That's all you're allowed. Right, ready? So this first one's come from Michelle, right, to Robbie. Right. When, yeah. uh, when, when Lee was doing his interview, the first time <laughs> of that rant, right, yeah. what was you actually thinking <laughs> when he was being interviewed? Be honest. I was thinking that this guy chats a lot of sense. I was thinking that this guy really is a really passionate Arsenal fan. Um, and I was really like saying, yeah, you know, because sometimes when I interview some fans, you can really tell straight away that 
they're really passionate. They really know their stuff. And that's what I thought the first time I interviewed you. Wow, that's, that's, so there you go. Like, that's the first one. When I, when well, I first cannot... saw Lee, I never knew that what such a beautiful friendship was going to blossom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, after the White Hart Lane, you left me. <laughs> <laughs> right, this next one's case is a bit of a silly one, but I'm going to do it. Like, you know, when you're on an away game, go to an away game, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're stopping off. Is you, do you stop off at Burger King, KFC, or McDonald's? <laughs> You know what? Um, it's a good question, really, isn't it? What, on the way up, on the way there, on the way back. Just says, just when, 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 if you're going to stop KFC, off the factory, KFC, KFC, McDonald's, or have another KFC, one, put another one in. KFC there. or McDonald's, but you know what? We need to stop doing that. I'm not <laughs> McDonald's man, man. There's no better it's burger no than the Big it's Mac. Problem. It's one of the problems is, is after we finish doing our interviews, sometimes that's about the only places open. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah. It's not a good look, to be honest. All right, and this is the last one from me, like that's been put in here. Like, when you first started doing Arsenal fans TV, did yeah. you think it would become as big as what it has? No, I, I thought I thought it would be. I, I actually did think it, it, it. You know, if we did it properly, if we did it right, it could become quite popular because I thought Arsenal fans would take to it. Um, the way in which it's become so big that you know, and some of the people that like last night just rubbing shoulders with Paul Merson and these guys that were your heroes growing up, Ian Wright, some people like that, getting to meet, you know, getting Tottenham Football Club, the top honcho ringing you up and think I never expected those sort of things, you know, it's, it's, it's been a blessing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's brilliant. I, you know, people, I've had, you know, people that don't like me tweet me, you know, are oh, you sticking up for the Arsenal fan TV? Stick up for it because I love it. <laughs> You know, and going back. Yeah, listen. To... We, I always say, listen, right? No, you know, I, I was chatting to a fan at Tottenham who said to me, "He goes, uh, Robbie. He goes, listen. I like you as a person, but he goes, when we lose these games, you shouldn't be doing no interviews." I'm like, well, why not? He goes, well, you know, we we don't need we don't want to show it. So I said, well, listen. Okay, what do you do? I said, when when we lose, I go like if we lose this game tonight. Will you watch it on match of the day? He said, "Nah, no chance, man." He goes, "I'm not. I, I won't watch it if we lose, right?" So I said, "That's a, you, all you got to do is the same with Arsenal fan TV. If you don't like <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. you know, and you don't want to watch it after a defeat, don't watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean, just you know, it's well, very easy not to watch it. Do you know what I mean? That's sorry. It's very easy not to watch it." Just don't watch Very it. Very easy not to watch it. I mean, <laughs> fact, people say to me, oh, well, well, why do you interview this fan every week? You know, we haven't interv- interviewed troops for about three weeks. So I've been inundated with emails for everybody slagging me off. Why haven't you interviewed troops? Mm. Right? Or then there'll be people, oh, it's the same. You interview some of the same people, which isn't true again. We interview, like, with 15 to 20 fans every game. We've got about four or five regulars. Yeah. And the way in which we break our interviews up, you don't have to watch Lee if you don't like Lee, but people will still say he's got Lee on. You, know, yeah, yeah. you can't please. One thing I've learned with this thing is you can't please everybody. You can't. You simply can't. And I was chatting to one of the guys from the F2 Freestylers the other day, and he was saying to me, he goes, Robbie, he goes, it kind of comes with the territory. As you get a bit bigger, you know, you are going to get some people who don't like what you do, quite vocal about it. He goes, stay bad it. I said, yeah, I, I've kind of, I kind of get it. You have to, you have to just accept it, you know, 
So it's life. Well, in my on 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 my point of view and on my behalf, Arsenal fan TV, and I've told you this before when we spoke um, a couple of years ago. You know, yeah. Arsenal fan TV inspired me to get the Guna talk going. Um, and That's nice. Nice to know, man. You know, and, I know we spoke many times. Um, you know, and you know, listen. It's there for anybody, but anybody can do because it's all for the it's all for the greater good of the club. Mm. Um, and as I said, listen, you know what football's like. There's so many different opinions out there. You just have to respect everybody's opinions. You know, of course. That's, that's all we have to do. Of course. I said what just saying about Arsenal fans. I, I, you know, I, before I went on it, I, I used to watch it always, as Robbie knows. Um, but. You know, like all the guys on it, that you know, that there's a few few that get hate. They're all they're all actually when you get to know them, they're all nice guys. You know, they really are. So that's that's one thing. And the other thing from it all, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to admit it. But when I go into pubs and everything now, and people ask for photos or a chat and all that, I, I kind of like it. He I'm loves it, Robert. Right. He loves it. It's nice. It's nice to be, you know, recognised. You know, I went to um, as I've said before, I'm not. You know, when I went to Munich and everybody was asking for for Ray Parler's photo and all that, and when I went up to him, he said, "Hello, Lee, how are you? All right?" You know, it, it's made my day. You know what I mean? So it, it yeah. does bring some good things. You know, it's unbelievable how it's how it's gone. But from you know, I, never... I, yeah, I, w- I went to get on a tube the other day um, at Brent Cross, and I walked up the stairs, and I was kind of I was kind of like half on my phone, and when I got to the top of the stairs, somebody said to me, he "Goes." Oh, how you do? How you doing? No filming today? <laughs> and I said, I, I, I said, no, 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 not not today. Um, my day off today. Just going down to a meeting down in the West End, right? And he goes, oh, okay, okay. And I turned around, right, and I looked, and I'm not kidding you. It was David Ospina. <laughs> no way! <laughs> I looked at him. I turned around. I looked. I said, because he had on like he had on like dark glasses, and he was with like his uh, obviously going out with his family. He had his looked like his, his uh, daughter or son with him and it looked like it was an all pair or somebody probably with him and that I turned around and said oh David Ospina and he said yeah yeah, yeah. I was, so I said I go, well, well you got a day off then he said yes day off today and down, down the West End you know I was like oh but you know I just felt so flattered man at like Ospina yeah, you it's unbelievable wasn't it like, you know? yeah you know and you, those are the sort of things that like, when you start doing this thing you don't expect yeah. You don't expect none of that. But there's no know, doubt about it. Like, there's no quiet, doubt about you know, it that the players watch Arsenal fan TV. No doubt about it. Yeah, watch, they watch. I don't, I don't know if they watch if they have a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet that they use the videos as banter tools to each other. You know, like, I've heard that. I have. Heard they've that. got. I have heard that. If someone has a bad game, it's one. You know, there's going to be a personality in that changing room that's going to tweet the link to them and go, "Oh, look at this." Love you, didn't they? Yeah, I could, I could see, I could see Ox doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing I do. He definitely watches it. He definitely watches it. Yeah, he definitely watches. Yeah, I, was, he, I went somewhere. Where was I? Where he did liked I go? the Wenger out video, didn't he? <laughs> I've done a, I've done a thing when I played for for the Arsenal Legends a little while back, and um, I was talking to Chris White and um, who else was I yeah. talking to? And they both said that they they watch it. Do you know what I mean? And I, no, you know what one of you know what one of the best ones, yeah. One of the best ones for me was I was at um I was at this uh, function. I think it was Puma were doing a, a kit launch. This was a couple of years ago, and Michael Thomas come up to me, 
and tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and said, oh, I love your Arsenal fan TV thing, man. He goes, keep it up, man. He goes, that's brilliant. He goes, did you start that? I said, yeah. He goes, nah, man. He goes, trust me. He goes, I watch it every week. That, Michael Thomas. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely happens. That's, that's flat. I, I, I nearly fell on the floor, you know. So it's it's been it's been really nice to you know like meet you know Ian Wright and people like that, and they're talking to you like you know oh, it's just unbelievable. I think that's the problem, Robbie. To be honest with you, that little bit of the green-eyed monster. Uh, listen, there's no nothing better <laughs> than than. Um, when I was sitting, um, I actually didn't know it when, when I went to Spurs. After I'd done that one against Swansea, I was th- um, went to, we played Spurs the following game. And I was in the in the Spurs end and people, my phone was going mad. And I was going, oh, Ian Wright's talking about you on BT Sport and all that. So, you know, I got home and we, de- we, we all videoed it and all that. So watch Ian Wright and Piers Morgan talking about me. You know, you can't get better <laughs> than that. You know what I mean? So, like, you know... Yeah. It's, the only downside is you get recognised at Spurs. Well, that's the only downside now. Like, I've got a bottle with me over I'll that. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> right, lads. Um, I think we'll, we'll call it time now. I think it's been absolutely um, very, very enjoyable speaking to you both. Robbie, I know you're a very busy thank man. Um, so yeah, thank thanks you. for doing that for us today, Robbie. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. Uh, Apologise that I wasn't able. I know we were supposed to originally do it last night. Yeah, so you blew us out for yeah, Paul well, Mercer, yeah, which is a little bit out of order. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, that big mate. You know. Yeah. So look, we, we, you know, me and Lee obviously understand you're a very busy man. So thank you very much for taking the time um, to talk to us this thank evening. You for having me. Really, uh, you know. I'd love to come on again sometime. Let's, you know, bring me on when we win a game, man, please. You know, yeah, I, was, I want whenever, saying something positive whenever, about Arsenal. Whenever. Just, I shall, uh, we're, we're after we win the cup. When we win the FA like, Cup. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll have that. Yeah, That's we'll a deal. We'll do. We'll do. That's a deal. That's a deal. When we Brilliant. win the FA Cup, we'll win, Robbie. When we win the FA Cup. So, we'll Brilliant. be about 10 years' time, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Judge. No problems. Thank you very much, mate. Um, okay. Talk to, you, talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon and all that. Bobby, I'll see you Sunday. Cheers, mate. Thank you, guys. You're Take welcome. care, yeah? Thanks to everyone right, who's been bye. listening. See you later, Craig. Thanks, all Robbie. Right, Cheers, nice mate. Bye. Thanks bye. to everyone who's been listening. Um, don't forget to follow us at the same old AFC. You can follow Robbie um, at uh, ML, like uh, ML Robbie. That is his uh, at Man Like Robbie channel. If you haven't subscribed to that yet, please do go and subscribe to that on YouTube. Obviously, you can follow Robbie at Arsenal Fan TV. You can follow Lee at Lee Mark Judges. And sure, look, if you want to give me a follow as well, you can follow me at Scotty Boy Guna. But don't forget to uh, follow our account at Same Old AFC. Until we see you, well, we're not going to see you, until you hear us next week, um, we will be recording on Thursday again due to the Southampton game. So until next week, thanks for listening and up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.